You're about to listen to a broadcast from the Greater Harvest Church in Ellenwood, Georgia. In this episode, Pastor Eddie Montgomery Sr. preaches a powerful message entitled Branches and Leaves. Stay tuned. Scripture setting on today, I thank God. Amen. For his Holy Spirit, I praise him. For the water baptism, I praise him. For the Holy Ghost, I praise him right now for just moving on the inside. My scripture setting is going to be coming from the book of John, the 15th chapter in the first verse. The book of John, 15 and 1. Hallelujah, God. I believe you, God, for all things. Because I know you're able to do exceeding and abundant above that which I may even ask or think. Hallelujah. Before the thought even comes in my mind, you say, it's already done. It's already done. It's finished. Hallelujah. I thank God because, you know, when God speaks a word, (laughs) it's already in action. It's already in action. When he speaks it, the work is already being, it's it's like about to be completed. There's nothing you can do about it. It's already too far gone. When he speaks it, it's already been released. Thank you, Jesus. We say so often that where God speaks, we speak. And where God is silent, we are silent. Because we learn that God has manifestation power in his word. His word brings things about. His word makes things appear. He has the ability to create. And that's why we call him the creator. Nothing. Can you just imagine the mind of God and the things that are just tossing around in his mind to where he can look at the vastness of space and say, Jupiter, Mars, Venus, y'all get over there. And when they don't, don't even exist, out of non-existence, God calls things into existence. Hmm. He's a mighty God. My, my, my key, key text on this morning may be familiar to some, but for others, it may be quite unique. And if I were to take for a subject, it would be branches and leaves. Branches and leaves. Amen. Branches and leaves. The 15th chapter of John, in the first verse, begins by saying, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Now, in every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it might or may bring forth more fruit. Now, ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you, As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me in him, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. I like to just break that down to say no thing. You can do no thing. 
in this passage of scripture, and I'm, I'm, I'm finished with the text there, unless the Lord say otherwise. But in that passage of scripture, I'm moved by it uh, today because as I was studying and praying about the scripture over two weeks ago, the, the Lord began to just show me. He says, you know, it's, we're getting into a point where we're now into the change of the season. We've moved from the summer solstice. We've moved from the summer season, and now we're going into fall. I had my grandson, my young grandson, Michael, came, and he, he came up to the car yesterday, and he says, Papa, today is fall. And I says, oh, yeah. I says, what's that mean? He says, today is fall. He says, I, I, I like fall. I like fall, and I like summer, too. And I said, which one do you like best? And he told me summer. I said, well, I like the fall because, you know, you get to see the change of the leaves and all of the weather just kind of gets a little bit more comfortable for me. And he says, but he likes the fall too. He says, I like the fall too. And today is fall. So when I thought about that, I says, everything in life goes through seasons. Yeah, you go through seasons. There are times when, when the word comes and we're young babes in Christ and everything is like spring. It's just, you know, you, you, you just, someone gives you a drop of the word and you just open up. You're so excited because you want to hear the word and your soul just gobbles it up. And you're in your spring season. You're growing as fast as you can. You're just getting the word and taking it in and growing and growing as fast as you can. But there are times when, when you are connected to something that you have to kind of look at that thing and see how it's growing. You see, because some things can grow too fast. And, and, and they'll begin to bud or they'll begin to pr- try to produce their fruit out of season. I don't know if you've ever had, a, those of you that are from the South, what's called is a bittersweet. It's like, like an orange. Looks like an orange. Sometimes it even peels like an orange, but it doesn't taste like an orange because it's a, it's a fruit that grows out of season. It tries to grow along with the other oranges, but it's not designed to grow that way. So therefore, it has a lot of acid that is contained in the fruit. So it's out of season. If you've ever had fruit that grew out of season and somebody serves it to you, you find that it's very distasteful. Look, if they gave you a piece of watermelon or cantaloupe and you taste it and you say, oh, no, no, this is watermelon in the middle of January, that's out of season. So it does, it's not delectable. It doesn't taste right to you. God says he's the true vine. You see, when you have a vine, a vine is something that many people don't pay very much attention to. It's just there. You look at it and you say, well, it's like a, like a tree, you know, it just has a root, and it has a trunk and a stalk, and then it creates branches, and but it's really nothing very much to pay attention to, because it's just a vine. Oh, but I tell you today, it's so much more. I looked, and I had to study and dissect this message, because in going through that discourse, I found that there are certain limits that are placed upon any vine. Certain limits that are placed on trees. Most trees do not get above 50 feet in height. Why is that? Because there's something about the vine that controls the amount of water that can be elevated against the flow of the forces of gravity pushing water up through a vine or through a tree and getting it up 50 feet in the air. That's a lot of of pushing. That's a lot of weight pushing water up in order to serve the branches that are up on the higher elevations. 
going somewhere with this. Because as you push it up, the vine has to work a little harder in order to maintain that water on those branches or that are on the higher elevations. You'll see sometimes trees that have branches that have died out that are up top on the top of the tree. And you assume that the tree is dead. But you look down at the base of the tree and at the base those branches are nice and healthy. Because they're getting all the nourishment. But the ones that are high up, they're getting a little bit of nourishment. You see the branches themselves are connected to the vine. Now I call the vine and in this illustration the tree trunk. Maybe some of you may recognize it as the tree trunk. And you say the tree trunk, it has some bark, it has some things around it to protect it. And it's the strongest part of the tree, so it seems. But behind the tree trunk, you know that if you start digging deep, you find that indeed the roots are what are really holding the tree up. It's the root of the thing that, that causes it to stand. It's the root of the thing that causes it to blossom. Because the roots take all of the moisture, all of the nutrients, and they filter it all. And they pump it up into the vine or up into the tree. Hmm. Jesus said he is the vine. So that caused something to explode in my mind that says, if Christ is the vine, then who is the root? Hmm. And if he calls us the branches... And what we produce, our fruit, then who is the root? Because the root is holding everything. The root is sustaining everything. You kill the root, the whole tree will die. The, branches, the, the fruit will fall off. The branches will drop off. The leaves will even fall off. And we haven't even touched on them yet. But I want you to understand, God is the root of the vine. Yeah, the vine originates from the root. And everything that the vine has, the root has. Everything, all of the power, all of the essence, all of the nutrients, all of the ability to produce that the root has, the vine has. So the vine can say, I'm connected. I don't know about you, Mr. Branch. I don't know about you, fruit. I don't know about you, leaves. But I'm connected to the root. And since it's connected to the root, it can do all things. All things. Because see, a root is, is a very phenomenal thing. If you put a brick wall in front of a root, the root doesn't have eyes. The root doesn't have fingers or hands. The root can't get a shovel and dig its way out. But the root finds a way to maneuver itself around that wall. And if you aren't careful, that root will keep going down and down until it gets under that wall. Because the root is looking for the root. The root says, what's the root of this wall? What's the foundation? That's right. And the root begins to dig and says, if I can't get away from this wall, I'll push it out of my way. It may not take tomorrow. It may not take a, a one or two days. But you begin to watch. And after a while you'll see a crack in the wall. And you begin to wonder how did that happen? It's because there's a root under the wall. Moving the wall out of the way. 
Why? Because the root says, I'm going to grow. And nothing's going to block me. So the vine then says, I can grow. And I can overcome all obstacles. I can get past the walls. <laughs> oh, yes, it can. I don't care if the wall is sickness. The vine says, I can get past that. I don't care if the, if the wall is poverty. The, wall, so the, the vine says, I can get past that. If the wall is an obstacle, if the wall is your health, the vine says, I can take care of that. Because I can do all things because I'm connected to the root. Mm. Mm. So as the vine begins to work now, you see, we go back and we look at when Christ came on the scene and he began to do things that people thought were spectacular. They said, these are miracles being done in our sight. We've never seen things like this done before. Jesus says, why do you amaze yourself? Why is this so, so un, unheard of? Why do you sit there in amazement, gazing at what's being done? Don't you realize that I am connected to my father? What my father says do, I can do. What my father says stop, that's where I stop. So he says, because I'm connected to this. And he says, now, if you understand the relationship that I have with the Father, now you can begin to grasp the relationship that I need you to have with the vine. Because see, the branch itself is an offshoot of the vine. Just as the root expects the vine to produce, the vine then expects the branches to produce. Mm. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Just as the root says, when you get above ground, hallelujah, and you're walking on the face of the earth, taking in the nutrients, getting all of the good stuff, it says, just as you produce, whatsoever you begin to move on, I expect it to produce. Because see, the vine is a traveling thing. I don't know if you have ever seen, y'all have ever heard of a plant called a wandering Jew? Yeah, yeah, you plant a wandering Jew, you put it in a pot, what happens to it? It just grows. It grows out of the pot. Before you know it, it's all on the table, wrapped all around the legs and everything. Why? Because that wandering Jew is not going to stay still. No, no, no. That, that, that's, it says this, I'm a vine. Yeah, because it's a vine, it produces leaves. And those leaves, they look real pretty. And people say, I love that kind of plant because it's so, so bountiful. You know, it's just very fruitful. It, you can't contain it. You cut off a little piece and give it to somebody. Somebody turn to your neighbor and say, break me off a piece. Yeah, break me off a piece. You break them off a piece and they stick it in a little bit of water. And after a while, it'll begin to take root. And then they'll put it in the dirt. What happens to that little piece? It begins to grow and it becomes a wandering Jew. Before you know it, you got a bunch of plants all over your house because they've just grown. The thing about the wandering Jew that causes us to recognize it is its leaf. You don't quite recognize its vine or its stalk, but you recognize its leaf. God says when, when a branch is, is coming and it has become an offshoot of the vine the branch is there for a while and, and it may seem like the branch is barren because you look at it and it's just there you know it's, 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 a, it's a limb that's, that's off the, the, the root 
and off of the vine. And it may look barren, especially if it's in the winter season. Because in the winter season, the branch just... It's, it's just there. There are no leaves on it. There's no fruit on it. It's just the branch. So you look at it and you assume that the branch is not very productive because it's in the winter season. In your winter season, that's when it's hard. That's when it's cold. Things are real harsh. The elements, the weather, the, 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 the water that you would expect is actually snow or sleet and it's cold. So the branch sits there and says, I can't produce fruit too good in the winter time because I'm too busy trying to protect and preserve myself. You see, and the, and the root knows this. So the root says, I'm going to take away a little bit of the water from you in your winter season and I'm going to allow you to stand there. You're not going to produce a whole lot of fruit, but you're going you're to still stand. You'll be strong, but you just be careful that, that you don't produce fruit. Be careful that you don't try and bloom out of your season. Because if you do, things won't go too well for you. Yeah, if you try and bloom out of your season, you know, if you've ever seen a tree in the middle of winter that have, had buds on it, flowers or fruit on it, and leaves on it, and the first snow or ice storm comes, what happens to that branch? It breaks off because of the weight of the leaves and all of the fruit. Because it's not its season. When it's in season, when the springtime comes and it says it's time for you to grow, it's time for you to spring forth as a branch and you spring forth as a branch and all of a sudden you see that the conditions are right. The conditions are right. The temperature is right where it needs to be. Jesus, help me get this out, Lord. It's not too hot and it's not too cold. Mm, mm, mm. See, a, a branch understands that because if it's too hot, the branches say, no, I need to produce some, some more leaves. You know, if it's summertime, the branch says, I need to be full of leaves in order to make sure I'm very well protected. But if it's springtime, it says, I'll just start budding those leaves right now and I'll just start putting them out there because I, the temperature is right. It's getting right where I need it to be. So it'll start to grow. It'll start to bud. It'll bring forth leaves. I was interested in knowing in this illustration how God does the leaves fit in with the branch. He says, you see, you got this branch now because you all are branches. He says, but you notice I didn't mention anything about the leaves. He said, in fact, the only time you really hear me talking about leaves is when I came up to a fig tree and I wanted some fruit because it looked, it looked like a fig tree. It had leaves on it. And I walked over to gather the fruit because whenever I see leaves, I would expect that there's fruit because the leaves are a covering for the fruit. He says that when I went to that fig tree and I found no fruit thereof and I knew I was hungry, I cursed it. And when the disciples came back a few days later, they said, look, Lord, the fig tree that you cursed is all withered up. All the leaves have fallen off. And Christ says, why do you think that's strange? If you understood the, the example of the vine, the root, the vine, and the branches, you'd understand why I cursed it. Because you see, the leaves were, were pretending that they were there protecting something that really wasn't there. 
in our lives, even though we are branches, we have leaves that come out of our lives. Oh, yes, we do. Leaves. And those leaves, as they come out, we think that they are protecting us. Oh, got me a job. That's a new leaf. Yeah. Got a new pair of shoes. That's a new leaf. Got a raise. That's a new leaf. Yeah, I'm getting a bunch of leaves on me right now. God says, are you a leaf or are you a branch? Don't get it twisted. You got to know which one you are, you see. Because at, at the end, when it's all done and said, the branch should remain. Through the winter, through the summer, through the spring, through the fall, the branch should remain. Well, there's something about those leaves. They come and go. You turn around one day and you got a leaf on you. Seasons change. The leaves fall off. My leaf or my branch? Which one am I? I look at it at that wandering Jew and I said, Well, wandering Jew looks really, really pretty as long as it has its leaves on it. But the moment those leaves are gone, you say, Oh, this thing is dead. Throw it in the garbage can. Because you don't realize it's not the leaf that makes the wandering Jew the wandering Jew, it's the vine that makes the leaf, the, the, the plant, the wandering Jew. So God says, Consider the leaves now. Sit back in your chair for a second because you got to consider the leaves. You see, the leaves themselves are attached. Oh, yes, they are. And some leaves, they, the wind may come and the wind may blow. But the leaves hold on. And you'll look and you'll hear them rustle. You say, what's that sound? And someone will tell you, oh, that's just the leaves on the tree. They're holding on for dear life. Because the leaves don't want to blow off. They know because once they get detached, the leaves know they die. So they said, I'm going to hold on to this branch as long as I can. Why? Because they say that the life is in this branch. The thing that it is attaching itself to, when it attaches itself to, to the branch, if the branch wants to grow, there are times when the branch will allow the wind to blow it and to shake it. Why? Because it's trying to get rid of some of the leaves. You see, you got to know when your season's about to change. Oh, yes, you do. You let fall get out here and all of a sudden you start seeing the leaves starting to change colors. Now, we know we, that's because of photosynthesis and the, the chlorophyll that's in the leaf. So we look at that and we say, well, the, 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 the season's about to change. The fall colors are coming out. Huh? It's not just that, though. There's something in that root that says, start cutting off the water. Start cutting off some of the sugar. Start cutting back. That's, that's the word I want to use. Start cutting back. The root, the root says, start cutting back. And as it does, the vine says, okay, I'm going to have to kind of turn this off a little bit for you. Because see, you think I'm cutting back because I'm trying to hurt you. But I'm cutting back because I'm trying to preserve you. He says, I'm cutting back right now. And as he starts cutting back, the branches say, whoa, whoa okay, well, if, if you're cutting back with the water and you're cutting back with the sugar and the nutrients, then I can't support all of these leaves. Hmm. I'm talking to somebody this morning. He says, I can't support all these leaves. 
They look good. Give me nice shade. Make me real quite comfortable. But it's time for me to start dropping some of these leaves. It tells the leaves, I'm getting ready to let you go. <laughs> and the leaves don't really realize it, so they keep hanging on. They keep clinging to the branch. And the branch says, okay, I'm cutting, cutting you back. I'm cutting off. And as it does, the leaf starts changing colors. Mm, Jesus. How many people are attached in your life who have started changing colors? They used to be red hot. I love you. I love you. I'll do anything for you. Now they turn in blue. I see blue. Kind of, you're treating me kind of cold. What's going on? I'm coming back. I'm getting ready for something. I'm getting ready to face a, a change in season. As the leaves begin to change color and lose the nutrients that they were attached to on the branch, a bond begins to sever. Because see, when you're in a good season, you're giving those leaves everything you got. Oh, yes, you are. I work overtime. Why? Because this is a leaf, and this leaf needs me. Work all hours of the night for this leaf. I got to keep it green. Got to keep it growing. But when you get to a point where you realize that my survival depends on me letting these leaves go, you begin to cut back. And on top of that, God knows how to condition the environment to facilitate your transition. God will say, send a little rain. Because see, the leaf is going to think, oh, it's spring again. So the leaf will start to try and grow and use up its nutri nutrients. And it, as it does, it begins to lose its connection with the branch. Because it doesn't realize that the seasons are changing. And as it does, God will say, send a little wind. And before you know it, the conditions will become windy. And the leaf will be detached and fall to the ground. It will blow away from the branch. But as it does, the branch has enough sense to know that this is not about the leaf on the outside. Because it sees this and it says, I'm getting prepared for a change in season. And as I prepare for this change in season, after a while, the temperature starts to drop. And I don't have as much nutrient as I used to have. So I start cutting back and I become stronger. I fortify myself. And I find myself insulating myself with another layer of growth. Oh yeah, another layer of growth. Somebody will ask and say, how do you know you're growing? You can cut a tree in half and you can tell how it grew. Because you see rings. And each ring represents a year. It represents a full season. Four seasons. That it went through. So it puts on another layer. And as it puts on that next layer. You finally get through the winter season. And the thing about the winter season. Is because when a branch is going through a winter season. All a branch does is stand there. It stands strong. 
It stands strong. It says, I can't be too rigid because if I, if I, if I am and a snowfall come, I'm going to break off. I'll be detached from the, from the vine, from the tree trunk. So I can't be too rigid. I've got to realize that in my winter season, all I got to do is stand. I don't care how hard it gets. I don't care how cold it gets. I don't care how rough it gets outside. I just got to say it. That's all. I ain't got to produce nothing. I ain't got to worry about trying to protect nothing. But I got to preserve myself. I got to stand in my winter season. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's challenging. Yes, it's difficult. But I can make it if I just stand here. And as long as I'm connected to the vine, I have what I need to stand. I ain't worried about the leaves anymore. They done blew away. They gone. If someone has raked them up, put them in the fire and burned them up. But I'm still standing. I'm still standing. I'm still standing because I'm a branch. I'm a branch. The vine begins to tell the branch, all right, you made it through your winter season. You came through strong. Now look at you. You got a whole nother coat around you. You got a whole nother layer of insulation around you. And every year you make it, you get stronger and stronger. And every year you make it, you begin to produce more branches. Every year you make it, your fruit becomes bigger and bigger and more sweeter. You see, if the branch never produced any fruit, that would be a whole different story. Because if the branch didn't produce any fruit, the branch would just say, I'm just here for decoration of the vine. Oh, Jesus. Some branches don't produce fruit. And you look at them and you say, what are that, what's, what's that tree for? What kind of tree is that? Someone says, it's just a tree. You say, well, what kind of fruit does it bear? And they say, it doesn't bear fruit. So you say, well, what good is it for? And they say, it's only good for shade. So they call it a what? A shade tree. Yeah, a shade tree. Full of branches. No fruit. It's just a shade tree. Bunch of branches. Ton of leaves. No fruit. The Lord began to share with me. He says, when you look at this vine and you look at the position of the leaves and the position of the branch, he says the branch gets to a point where it recognizes that it must produce fruit. It must. And it'll begin to generate the fruit that's needed because the fruit is the substance the fruit because see the seed of the tree is not in the leaves somebody somebody needs to get this the the seed of the tree the thing that allows the tree to remain in perpetuity the thing that allows even if the tree is cut down if it has produced a fruit that has seed inside it that tree will continue to grow And you'll be able to say, well, that was an apple tree over there, but now I see an apple tree growing over here. Why? Because that apple tree that was over here dropped its seed that was contained in its fruit over here. So you see, there's something about the fruit that you got to understand in its relationship with the branch. Without the branch and without the fruit, there is no reproduction. See, then the only scripture I would have is be fruitful. Yeah, yeah, but see, I, if I don't have any, any fruit and no seed, I can't multiply. Mm. 
Sometimes we look and we see seedless fruit. Now, I don't mind every now and then going to the grocery store and getting a seedless watermelon. But it looks different. It tastes a little different. And if I'm truly looking at being able to have many watermelons, that's not the one I need to buy. Because when I try and put something out there, there's not going to be anything that's going to grow. But if I get a watermelon that's filled with seeds, I can take a few of those seeds and throw them on the ground, and before I know it, i got more watermelon popping up. Because the seed of the thing is in the fruit. And that's what allows the branch to be excited when it begins to see a little little kernel and a little bud and all of a sudden it sees a little fruit coming on it. If it's an apple tree and it sees a little green apple, it says, oh, this is good, this is good. And it begins to produce and it begins to allow the fruit to grow. And as the fruit continues to grow, the branch holds on to it. The branch tells the leaves, I don't mind y'all being here for right now because the season is a season. It's not a season for the leaves, but it's a season for fruit. And all you do, leaves, is just protect the fruit. But you see, the branch always has in the back of its mind, these leaves aren't going to stay here. Sooner or later, these leaves are going to blow away. So I better produce my fruit. And once it's timely, because that's where my seed is, once it's timely, I'll allow my fruit to fall to the ground. Mm. People can take it. They can pick it. If they pull it out, it's not just going to be attached to the, to the branch and not come off. No, no, no. It's not attached to the leaf. It's attached to the branch. Think about that. Your fruit is not attached to your leaves. It's attached to your branch. Your substance is not attached to your stuff. It's attached to you. God doesn't bless your stuff. God blesses you. God ain't interested in blessing your stuff. God ain't interested in blessing the leaves. God's interested in blessing the branch. Because he knows the fruit is attached to the branch, not the leaves. As the the branch produces fruit and the fruit grows and it matures, There are times when the branch begins to sprout and go into different directions. And you'll see every now and then a little twig starting to sprout out off of your branch. Hmm. Now some twigs are good, but some twigs are bad. You got some twigs that you know that there's something in them that's capable of producing more fruit. But right next to them is a twig that says, I ain't interested in producing fruit. I want everything for myself. And God looks at that and he says, when you know which one is going to grow. Because see, and here's how you can tell. A twig that is interested in producing fruit always grows upward towards the sun. But a twig that is not interested and not capable of producing fruit grows out to the side and towards the ground. 
So a, a, a farmer or someone who is a gardener, they'll look at that tree and they'll say, it's time for this tree to be pruned. And they'll look very carefully at those branches that are growing upward towards the sun. And they'll say, you get to stay. I'm not going to cut you off. But they'll look at those twigs that are growing sideways and down towards the ground and they say, time for you to be cut off. That's a good, the good word, useless. Useless. I have a pear tree in my yard. And it, I planted it when it was no taller than this petition here. And now it's probably about 50, 55 feet high. But before it grew, it came up out of the ground. And the bottom of the tree, the boughs or the branches, some of them were growing towards the ground. But the, the vine, the stalk, the trunk was continuing to grow. And it got to a certain height. And the branches that were at the bottom began to curl down towards the ground. And I have a little riding lawnmower. I don't know, be riding on my riding lawnmower. And every, one day I was riding and going under it, didn't realize it, but that branch that was down on the, the lower level hit me in my head. Because it was growing down towards the ground. And I realized at that point, this tree needs to be pruned. So I went and I got my saw and I pruned all of the branches that were at the lower level that were growing to the ground. And those that were growing upward, I left them alone. And the tree grew even bigger. It got even, even healthier. You see, sometimes you got to cut things off of you as a branch in order for you to get healthy. Yeah, you got, you got to snip, snip. You got to cut some things back and prune yourself in order for the, the good parts, the good things that you're producing to grow even more. Because if you don't, they'll hurt you. Oh, yes, they will. They'll hurt you. They'll hurt you. Sooner or later, they're going to hurt you. And you look at those branches. When it says that he, he, those trees, those branches that bring forth much fruit, he pruneth them. Why? Because he knows that those are the ones that are the keepers. Those are the ones that are productive. Those are the ones that are going to produce something that is of value for you. The leaves have long since gone. And now I'm left just with a vine or a trunk and branches. The one thing that God says is as long as we know we are a branch that are connected to the vine, he says no matter what season you may go through, you know that just like the cycle of life, the seasons are going to come back again and again and again. He says now if you can just stay connected to the vine, that, that's the key. You can just stay connected to the vine. In the winter, you can say it's not a problem. Yeah, I got to stand. It's, it's a little cold. I'm going to stand. I'm going to stand firm. In the spring, when you see the little buds coming up, you can say, this is good. This is good. And as you get productive, that's well and good. As you see some of those twigs and you start cutting back, you can say, I'm not going to fret over those things I had to cut off of my life. I'm not going to worry about those. They needed to go. Because if they didn't, they were going to hurt me. And in the summer, when your fruit is full, and it's fully ripe. And people look and say, oh, that is a wonderful tree. You produce some of the best peaches, the best oranges, the best apples. 
God looks at you like that and he says, do you understand this relationship that we have now? Do you understand that it is about the vine that is causing the branch to produce? And as long as the vine is connected and the branch is connected to the vine, he says, you're going to be productive. As long as you're connected to me, you're going to be fruitful and you'll multiply. If you're not fruitful today, if you're not multiplying today, you've got a question and ask yourself, am I connected? Am I connected? You know, there are some times when we have things, we call them grafting. They take, you know, a, a, a tangerine tree and they graft it with an orange tree and they call it a tangelo. And, and, and it's sweet. It tastes sweet like a tangerine, but it's a little bigger than a tangerine. It kind of looks like an orange. So because it's been grafted. And that's exactly what God has done for us. Because you see, some of us were twigs. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, we were twigs. We were. We were twigs. And, and we were about ready to be cut off. Because we weren't producing anything. Growing wild. Bunch of leaves that came and go. And nothing happened as a result. But one day this twig decided that I can't no longer be unproductive. I want fruit. I want fruit. So God did, he did a little surgery. He came and he grafted us in to the vine. And as he spliced us and, and grafted us in there and he took care of us, he binded us up. He wrapped us up and kept us close. Because see, in order for you to graft something in it, it's got to be side by side. It's got to be attached and as the thing that was in the twig begins to die out, the thing that's in the vine begins to grow. And as it becomes one, you find yourself now. And God says, now the test of whether you really and truly are a true branch of mine is whether or not you can produce fruit. He says, I'm watching for you now because you see, you are grafted in. And because you were grafted in, I, I, all I'm expecting to see now is the same kind of fruit that's in the vine. Don't be an apple tree and all of a sudden you produce an oranges. Something wrong. Something wrong. Don't be a banana tree and all of a sudden you produce all of a sudden you producing cantaloupes. Something's wrong. No, no. But the same fruit that is in the vine has got to be the same fruit that comes off the branch. Jesus says that if you look at the fruits of this spirit that he puts in you, love, peace, long-suffering, joy. He says, do you have any joy? If you ain't got any joy, God's going to say, are you sure you were drafted, grafted in right? Are you sure you one of my branches? Are you still just a twig? He's looking to see what fruit we produce. Leaves leave. Branches produce fruit I use that example now when I look and I look at congregations I look at churches and I see some churches that have a whole lot of leaves oh Jesus thousands of leaves I don't know what they cover in but there's thousands of leaves but leaves leave and then I look at other churches they may not have a whole lot of leaves, but they got some big, strong branches. Big, strong branches. You want to get healed? 
I don't go to a church that got a lot of leaves. I go to that little church that got a lot of branches. If I'm looking to swing and have a nice time on a swing, I'm looking to build a swing, I don't go to a church that have a whole lot of leaves. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about numbers or anything like that. You got to understand. I'm talking in the spiritual realm. Because you can have a million people. And and, and you can be just as powerful as someone who has three. But you got to know whether or not you got a church full of leaves or if you have a church full of branches. And if you have a church full of branches, then you should expect to see a lot of activity because somebody around there better be producing fruit. That's our measuring stick. That's what God is saying this message is about. He says, you got to examine and determine whether or not you are a leaf or whether you are a branch. And if you are a branch, we're expecting to see fruit. If you're a leaf, yeah, I, I don't, it doesn't bother me when you change colors. Really doesn't. I'm like, pfft. At least I know what you are. You're a leaf. You might be here tomorrow. You might be gone tomorrow. But if I see fruit, even if it's small, I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to fertilize you. I'm going to dig around you. I'm going to make sure I cultivate you. I'm going to spend a little bit more time with you. Oh, and you can tell it. You can tell it. You know it. You know it. People wonder, why you spend so much time with Dr. Carey? He's a branch. Why you don't spend as much time with this one? He's a leaf. It's as simple as that. I'm I'm putting my time where I'm expecting fruit. Because see, if I expect, and I'm about to close, if I get the fruit to produce, mm, oh yeah, 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 yeah. If I get the fruit to produce, Inside that fruit is seed. Heard a preacher preach one time. He says, you can count the apples from one seed. But you can't count this. I mean, you can count the seeds that are in an apple. But you can't count the number of apples that are in a seed. Because that one seed can produce thousands of apples. You just plant it right. You just take care of it. So yeah, I'm looking for branches that produce fruit, not leaves, not leaves. And as I see fruit being produced, we cultivate you. We spend more time with you. We fertilize you. We, yes, at times have to prune you. You don't never see anyone out there just cutting a bunch of leaves. That's a waste of time. That's right, just let them fall off and burn them. Rake them up and burn them. But the branches, anytime I see a branch starting to wither, I go, whoa, let's look at that. We got to take care of that. Doesn't need to be pruned. What's going on with it? Let's give it some nourishment. Let's fertilize it. Let's make sure that we take care of that branch. Why? Because that branch has my seed in it. Christ is saying the same thing with you. He says, you are the branches. Why do you think I spend time giving you my word? Why do you think I spend time cutting on you when I need to? Why do you think I spent time cultivating you, fertilizing you with my word? Because you are the branches. And because you are the branches, my seed, the seed that is in the vine, it comes out through the branches and through the fruit. 
He says, and as you produce fruit, I start seeing seeds being dropped. Yeah, and he gives seed to the sower. Why? He's not going to give you seed if he knows you're not going to produce. That's a waste of God's resources. But he gives you seed because he knows that you can produce. He says, I put you in fertile ground. Don't think it's always going to be easy. No. No, it's not going to always be easy. But I'm growing you. That's what I'm doing. I'm growing you. I'm strengthening you. Every season you go through is just something to make you stronger and stronger and more powerful and more fruitful. And as you get more fruitful, God says, now you see, after a while, that branch sits there and that branch has produced so much fruit. Jesus. The God says, the thing is with a branch, when it's time for a tree, a branch to, to, to really, truly be cut off, if the branch has remained with that tree the whole time, you can't just cut off the branch without cutting off the tree. Mm, mm, mm. People are looking, they'll say, that branch is way too big. It's way too heavy. So the only way for you to get rid of that is to try and get rid of the whole tree. And sometimes you may think you're getting rid of the tree, but you forgot that you did not get the root. Mm. And I don't care how much you cut You may cut it down to a stump. But if that root is still there, the root will say, I'm going to make another tree. You just give it enough time, you'll find yourself, you'll see a tree right where that tree was, you'll see, attached to that same root. And it'll come back. And you leave it long enough, you'll see more branches coming right where those branches were. More branches and more fruit. You have just listened to another episode of the Greater Harvest Podcast. We hope that you have had an ear for what the word has to say to you. And we pray that your life will be changed for the better as a result of that. Please join us here again very soon and follow us on Instagram and Facebook for even more from the harvest. See you soon. Be blessed.